Okay. So really with recruits, my, my first suggestion is if you really want to get evaluated, uh, I think you need to put together a huddle highlight tape, you know, especially from uh, games you've played. And, uh, and then you want to put your name at the beginning. You want to, you want to put your email at the beginning. You want to put your cell phone number at the beginning and, and your Twitter handle potentially. And then put your best highlight tapes because most college coaches at our level and Division II level are going to look at your huddle highlight tape first. And if they really like that, and then especially for a scholarship school and they really like it and want to give you some money, then they'll try to get your game film. But it all starts with your huddle highlight. The interesting thing right now or the challenge is and it's our big challenge in recruiting now is usually we recruit a bunch of seniors that are pretty good that maybe have turned into a good player their senior year maybe they're behind a starter their junior year they shared time their junior year or just didn't blossom to their senior year and those kids don't have highlight films so the so the challenge for us is is how do we find out who is that kid we should be recruiting that maybe didn't have a senior year this year and it's the challenge for the senior in high school so my best advice to that is, uh, you know, I think you need to go to your high school coach. And if he thinks you're a pretty good player, I would give him a list of schools that you should look at and have that coach email those college coach. Say, listen, Billy here is a really good player. You might not have film on him, but I would recommend you recruiting him. And that would help your case tremendously as a high school senior to be with no film. I think we're relying on the high school coaches more than ever we, and we relied on them on the past. We would walk into, you know, for two weeks in December and November, we'd walk into high schools. Uh, we'd talk to the coaches. We'd hopefully have names and numbers on them. want to see these guys. They let bring them down, and we started the process. But now we can't even walk into schools. So it's it's really challenging year for us as coaches, uh, more challenging for the players because ultimately they have no film and they're not playing games. So it's it's almost no man's land a little bit this year as far as how recruiting is going. Um, obviously, the number one thing is being grades. You know, grades is the, the, the number one most important thing um, because, you know, the higher the grades are, the more, obviously, opportunity you have. Right. Um, because at the, the 1A level, you know, when you get to a school, you know, um, there aren't – well, there aren't too many – because you still, so the, the thing is, you still have to get admitted into the actual school. And that's kind of what people don't understand or that they may forget. Um, it's like, if you, like, you can get offered a full scholarship to Stanford University, but you got to be able to get into school right. or else it's like just null and void. So it don't really matter. So, you know, grades are extremely important. And then... You got to think 1A, like 1A level, Power 5, Mac, you know, Big Ten. There's only so many schools, and those schools are the ones that give the full scholarships. Now, if you're a truly a dude, like a dude dude, then really you just have to be um, cleared through the NCAA. But if you're not a dude dude, if you're, a, you know, FCS, you know, level um, two level kid, you are going to have like grades are extremely important because the one double A schools, the division two schools, uh, those schools offer academic money. And like I said, when you, unless you're a dude, dude, it's going to be hard to just get a full ride. And there's 
you know, less spots at a school at, you know, 1A schools. Um, so I think that's, you know, that's number one. I think, um, I think what's going on nowadays on Twitter is, is good. You know, it helps those guys out. It was kind of the way they're, you know, promoting themselves. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's really good. Um, Cause all it takes really is one coach to, to kind of watch your film and, and, and see it and to like it. And then for you to get that opportunity. So whatever's going on, um, just keep pumping out. Like it, it may get annoying to some coaches, um, but at the end of the day, you have to do what you have to do to, um, you know, better your future and, and try to get the opportunity uh, for yourself. So um, that I, I think is good and, and people should, you know, always do. And then just try to, I think, try to use your connects. You know, mm-hmm. if, you know, if there's if there's somebody that, you know, like if there's a head, you know, a head coach, you know, who um, at your school who knows, you know, X, Y and Z, you know, just ask if he can, you know, maybe talk to him, give a, uh, uh, help you get an opportunity to get your film seen. Um, and, you know, just going to camps, not going, not going to a whole bunch, but going to a few kind of, you know, trying to gauge where you could see yourself fit in um, a program, not just going to a million gazillion mm-hmm. camps. And then you have to go to, you know, actual like school prospect camps, not like, you know, the under all under armor, like all American camp or, you know, some of those, you know, camps where they just are solely focused on um, getting you better like skill set wise, like those are good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sometimes you may just throw away, throw, throw away money because you're not, there aren't going to be other coaches there to, you know, see you or evaluate you. So, um, I'm trying to think what else grades. Not filming. What about um, one thing? One thing that I get a lot uh, when I'm talking to when I'm talking to athletes is when they're emailing coaches. Like, what do you, what do you think the best approach is for that? Um, that's hard. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't think there is a. I don't think there. I don't. I, I, I don't think there is necessarily a a right or a wrong way to go about it. Mm-hmm. I just think there is the way that you stick out is I think you really honestly just in the subject, you got to put like all caps and then a whole bunch of exclamation points. <laughs> um, now don't do anything where you're like, here are some guys who, you know, who lie, you know, um, you know, or, like, hey, I'm, you know, Joe Anderson, 6'4", 250, runs 4'4". Four, four. Like, you know, you don't got, like, don't, because then you lie, and then, you know, if somebody watches it, it's just like a waste mm-hmm. of their time. Then it's just going to be, then it just starts a whole bad, coaches aren't even going to watch, want to watch other guys' films because they see it as like, okay, this, this motherfucker's bullshit. So just, you know, just keep, just keep it honest. Um, you know, like Joe Anderson, you know, um, would love the opportunity, you know, write a couple small words here, you know, I'm from, mm-hmm. you know, from you know, New Massachusetts, looking for, you know, opportunity. 
um, you know, to play at your program. Here's a huddle link. Because obviously you don't you don't want to write too much, you know, because there are a whole bunch of emails that coaches get. Now I will say if you're if, if it's like if you're emailing the like a bigger school, like try to keep it short and sweet because they're getting emails all day. Mm-hmm. And then if you're, you know, trying to talk, if you're talking to a smaller school, like a division two school, then I think you can put a little something longer because, you know, they'll obviously those coaches don't have as much traffic. So um, division two coaches, I think, will be a little bit more inclined to read a little uh, somewhat of what you have to say. And then like one double um, FCS level. Same thing. I think you keep it short and sweet because those guys are getting, uh, you know, a lot of their game blasting emails as well. So you got to put your best self out there. Uh, academics matter, uh, so don't just go through the motions in the classroom. Academics matter. Um, not everybody's going to the Ivy League. You know, we we say that every year. You know, there's it's hard. You know, it's hard to go to the Ivy League. You you have to be driven academically. Um, and I'll also say this: there's a school for everybody. There's a place to play for everybody. If you're serious about playing college football, there's a home for you. Um, there's enough Division One programs, Division Two, II, Division Three, even down in the NAIA. I know that's not big in the Northeast, um, but there's a place for somebody. You know, wherever you want to go, you can find a home to play college football. Uh, but it's just how much do you love the game? High school is uh, high school, junior high school, all that stuff. That's fun. You're playing with your buddies. You don't do that anymore. It means something a little bit more when you go to college. And it's how much do you love the game? How much are you willing to sacrifice? You go from being the man in high school to just being another guy in college. Uh, how much are you willing to drive yourself to be the man again? Um, so it's really interesting. I think that's the part when guys can wrap their heads around that. I got I to gotta do a little bit more work to play at the next level. You know, I always, I always equated the kids. When you were in the junior varsity and you went to the varsity, that was pretty scary. Well, now you're going from the varsity back to the junior varsity in the college level. It's scary again. And you've got to just get over that hump and get ready to rely back on your athletic ability and then take that next step forward. So I tell kids, you got to work. Um, everybody works. I don't, think, I don't think people understand how hard these college athletes really do work and the amount of time they're putting into their, into their craft. Uh, you know, there's going to be early mornings. You know, there's times we're on the field at 5.30 in the morning, 6 o'clock in the morning. And there's times we've had to be on the field at nine o'clock at night. Um, so it's, you got to kind of balance what you're doing and you do still have to go to class. You do still have to get your academics done. You do have to go to those labs. You know, you still have to be a student. So um, you have to do it. And I'd say the sport of football and when you get to the collegiate level, it's a year round sport. Uh, that's a little bit different than high school where it's, you know, you probably lifted a little bit. You're probably playing another sport. Hopefully you're playing another sport, doing something else, competing in another way. When you get to the collegiate level, it's a, it's a year-round commitment. You're going to play football in the fall, and you're going to lift from December when the season's done all the way until August, and uh, get some training in there and just continue to develop your body. That's when you grow the most. The number one thing I could say is, is do not pay any uh, recruiting service if you, you can't afford it. You know, if you want to be recruited, get, you know, send emails be you know send tweets send everything you can to coaches and 99 percent of coaches will get back to you with honest feedback you know it, you might not like what they have to say 
But if you want to, if you want to be recruited, be proactive, get your name out there, say, say a lot of things, go, go to different things that you can go to, whether it be camps, clinics, whatever, um, you know, but, you know, get your name out there, be, be proactive with the whole thing and, and understand that the, it's a business, you know, it, it truly is. And, you know, being at the division three level where you're casting, you know, a big net, trying to find anybody that's willing to come to your school and the best players possible. Um, you don't really get to see the side of the division one level where, you know, we only get so many scholarships and we only get so many scholarships at certain positions. You, it's just the fact of the matter of how it's built out. So if we had unlimited scholarships like a Division three level, you know, you could get all the guys that you'd ever want, but that's not how it's built. And, you know, the I feel for the class of 2021, especially um, kids in, in Massachusetts that aren't playing till February. I mean, that, that's got to be unbelievably tough. And, you know, but the best thing I can say for them is is, is get your name out there Send as much tape as you want. If you think you're a Division One player, send it to the Division One coaches and ask for, you know, feedback. And, and they'll be they'll be honest. I mean, that's the number one thing I try to tell every uh, player that contacts me is, hey, listen, you might not like what I have to say, but I'll tell you the truth. I'm not going to lead you on one way or another. You know, if I think you can play here, great, I'll tell you. If I if I don't think you can play here, I'm going to tell you too because you know what I can I don't. It's not right to lead somebody on and then not be able to, you know, follow through in the end. That's not fair to anybody. You know, it's, it takes up a lot of time. and There's a lot of stress with making this decision. Um, the best way that you can go about it, I believe, is just telling people straight up what the situation is. And that stinks, you know, right now because there's a lot of good players out there in the class of 2021 and, you know, there's not scholarships to be had because the NCAA has told the senior class that was going to graduate this class that they can play for another year. And we're happy for the guys that are on campus that can play another year without lo losing eligibility. But it, it stinks for the kids that are in high school right now. So um, it's a tough balance for us. You know, we're, we're really lucky at the University of New Hampshire. We're not losing anybody that's graduating. Um, so you know, it's tough for us to fill out our roster because we're, we don't have those scholarships. It's not like the NCAA is going to give us a couple extra scholarships for coming up. It's just, we're, we're full. So that's, that's how it works. So as a middle schooler, it would be multi, be a multi-sport athlete. Don't start specializing in football or bat, you know, play everything, you know, because I think you first it rests muscles, right? Because you use a certain set of muscles in each sport that are unique to that sport. And so you don't get overuse and over fatigue, right? So, you know, look at all these kids getting Tommy John surgery from mm -hmm. baseball at such an early age, right? Back when I was playing, you didn't get that because you played other sports, right? So there was a rest period of your arm before you went to pitch again. I think for high school would be you know, as you develop, don't, don't have regrets at the end of the day, right? You know, make sure that you're putting in the effort that you want. If you want to be a Division One player, then you got to put Division One effort in. That means in the classroom as well as on the weight room or, you know, the, the field, you know. Um, you know, just, I know, just, you know, here's one. Here's an example. I, I know going into my freshman year of college, I worked harder than I did 
between my junior and senior in high school, right? If I'd have worked that hard in high school, what would I, what have been the outcome? If I was a pretty good freaking player for a high school kid, but would I have been even better? You know what I mean? So those types of things. But, you know, I think we always think we're working hard, but we probably, we can always work harder, you know? So look at that, have someone help you evaluate really what you're doing, um, you know, as far as the workload.